we are going to do beers and burpees. We are going to do beers and burpees. That's the way that we're going to start off this podcast, by the way. Cool. Welcome to Business Legends Podcast, episode four, take 47 and a half, because I've been messing up the record button this whole time. My name's Reese Arlen, and I'm the host of this ship, with your co-host, the best co-host in all the land, CEO of Business Marketing Solutions Group, Mr. Christian Webb. Say what's up. Why'd you take my part? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, here at Business Legends, we interview business leaders and entrepreneurs so that you can learn from their mistakes, pump up your own inspiration, and grow your bottom line. Today, we have a very special guest, Mr. Bryce Gray. Bryce, introduce yourself for the 15th time. How we doing, guys? <laughs> We're doing pretty good, and I'm excited for two reasons. Not only do we have you on the show, but I also had a pumpkin spice latte. And yes, you did. that's like the, the 30th time I've made that joke now, but we're actually recording this time, so I it's feel pretty still, good about uh, it. Still super authentic. Yeah, it's still, yeah, you know, it still hits me the same way. You know, I, I'm just I'm just I'm just glad you're here for that. Yeah. Just glad you're here yeah, for the pumpkin you know? spice. You know. I've never messed up like all this. I don't I don't know what's going on. Should I go get a shared pumpkin spice? So Bryce, <laughs> let's let's give let's give our listeners a little rehash of the experience. Um Bryce, you're a man of many talents. After you got badly injured racing motocross, you pursued a career in football, walked on at Catawba College, made the team, and after a season, realized it wasn't for you. In the process of training for football, you started doing CrossFit, quickly fell in love with it, and according, according to yourself, you found yourself at the right place, the right time to purchase CrossFit 77 at the ripe young age of 21. Man. I'm feeling good about the rest of this podcast, guys. We got all of our we got all of our shenanigans out of the way. Oh, we're rolling. Now. You know, you know, the yeah. good news is that it's all been on record the whole time. Yes. So and we I'm have not deleting. The we have like no. the, we have no, like no, the no. best blooper video of all time. The, it's the, gonna the, be the, the words up top are gonna be like, if you want funny between zero and like three minutes. Zero and three minutes. <laughs> yeah, the actual yes. stuff starts. I, need, I have like a thing over here. So you know, whenever whenever I say a curse word or something from messing up the record, I'll just go. You know, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that's all. That's all that I need. So, uh, give it a little rehash, um, the, the second or third time telling this part of the story. So, you're, you're 21 years old getting CrossFit 77. Um, what went through your mind when, when you were originally purchasing the, the gym? Well, um, you know, it, it was, it was nerve-wracking, to be honest with you. Like, I started out there as a member. Um, I was there for about a year. Uh, I did programming with Rob. He was my coach at the time, and then, uh, well, still is to this day, actually, and then, uh, you know, I created a, a great relationship with all these guys and, and the ladies there, um, you know, um, the whole staff. And uh, like, like I was saying, that it just kind of lined up right place, right time. So basically what happened was one day I was just talking to Paul. and um, Who was the previous owner, right? Who was the pre yeah, who was the previous owner. Um, and uh, we just got to talking and he asked me, you know, I kind of, I just mentioned that, you know, owning a gym is kind of like my dream. And um this was right after just a few months after Crowder left, I think, um, to the Marines. And, uh, he was like, well, why don't you, why don't you just purchase this place? Why don't you just take this over? And so at the time I was like starstruck. I was like, well, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, right. what do you mean? <laughs> and so it kind of just fell into my lap at the, you know, right place, right time. And then we, we pulled the trigger on it and it's been great ever since. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically the, the, how we got started. It's so amazing, you know, um, Christian and I, when we were 21 years old, actually when we first met, um, I mean, we weren't doing anything except for drinking and chasing women around pretty much. So, <laughs> so you know, now that now that we're older and Christian's married and I'm still drinking and chasing women around, I guess. Or something, you know? But, but it's, it's just incredible to have that, that much drive at such a young age, man. Um, tell me this. So so since you started, um, uh -huh. what, what would you say one of the, the biggest challenges that you had was? 
biggest challenge was, I mean, okay, so to be honest with you, like I have absolutely zero experience with running or managing business. So obviously sure. that is a huge challenge right off the bat. You have to learn how to manage. You have to learn how to manage time. You have to learn how to manage projects, priorities, things like that. Sure. Um, so obviously I kind of like jumped into the deep end and not, wasn't really sure what was going on, but, um, you know, I've got great mentors. I've got, you know, Paul, all the guys at the gym, um, and girls, um, the whole staff, they, they helped me out more than I think they realize. Um, and then I've got my family as well that, that helps out a ton, you know, with, you know, kind of bouncing ideas around and, sure. and kind of trying to lead me in that right direction and stuff like that. Cause, um, you know, they've, they've, you know, they haven't been in the gym business, but they've kind of like been there done in that business type of deal in business, yeah. you know? So it's, it's, uh, it's all kind of relative, you know? Yeah, absolutely. At least 80% of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Running a business, doing the administrative and mm -hmm. organizational stuff and things like that as well. Um, tell, I want to dive a little bit into the management. Um, you know, having, by your own admission, zero experience when you first mm -hmm. got the gym. What was it like to have all these all these employees that count on you and members that members that are you know looking to you for uh, for advice sometimes, and especially in the intimate gym industry? Yeah, you know, I think that I think that the uh, I guess the the right answer would be that it was super nerve wracking and stuff like that. But it was really weird. It almost felt. Um, like good, like I, I yeah. liked that responsibility. I, I wanted that. So I'm, I'm always wanting like, you know, this is kind of, it can be good and bad, but I'm always wanting more. So sure. I'm always wanting to, you know, bite off that next piece and see what we can do and, and see how we can move forward and stuff like that. But like I was saying, like it, it, that nervousness didn't really set in as heavy as I thought it would. It was still there. Don't get me wrong. Like I yeah. was scared to death at some points, but it wasn't as heavy and as apparent as I thought it would be. But at the same time, I had such a great team and support group around me that there really was no reason to be, there really was no reason to freak out because I had yeah. all these high level mentors and, you know, coaches and everything around me that, I mean, that it's, it was almost one of those things. It, it sounds crazy to say, but it was almost one of those things. that's like, if, if I fail or if I, if I mess up at this, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's 100% my fault because I've got all the tools in front of me. Absolutely. Everybody's there helping me out. Everybody's there, you know, feeding me the information and, and kind of showing me the ropes. So if I mess up, it's all on my, on me. It's all my fault because, you know, obviously I wouldn't have, I didn't listen or I didn't, you know, follow the directions or whatever the case is. Yeah. But yeah. So it's it funny how it me. doesn't go any higher, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nobody else to be like, can you fix this? Yeah. 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 It's, it's you and you, you and only you when something goes wrong when you own a business, something real quick. So like a lot of people have dreams and they, a lot of people want to like start their own business, do their own thing that they're passionate mm -hmm. about. But a lot of people find opening a business and starting a business or even just buying a business very daunting. Mm -hmm. um, and what I found is after personally me a couple years back when I opened this business, when I first started it, I literally like I was like, what do I do? And then I right. just it just all came into place. I figured it all out, right? Mm -hmm. After you figure out the processes, is is opening a business really that hard, or is it something that if you have a passion you should try? I think one hundred percent. If you have a passion, you need to go for it. Um, because I mean, how much time do you actually have to do that? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you've got your your prime time is you know between you know prime whatever time. the case is between you know twenty to. 
35 or 40 or whatever. I thought it was 25, is, but you broke but, the rules. Yeah, yeah there we go. I mean, I, we I appreciate that. We appreciate that, Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> You're making and, me feel bad. You know, if you've got goals and aspirations, it's time to go. Like, there's mm-hmm. no reason to to put it off. I mean, if you if you've got the opportunity and you've got the means to do it, like it needs to be done. You need to go ahead and do it because at that point, there really is no excuse. You just need to go ahead and charge like forward that. and get it done. Yeah, that, that's so. a that's an amazing mentality to have. Um, you know, I'm I'm lucky enough to know you and your family, all the people that surround you at CrossFit 77. I mean, you're just around an extraordinary group of people. Um, very hardworking people, very earnest and, and honest people, people that have a great level of integrity. Um, looking back over the last two years, would you say there was anything, um, any cause or uh, creation of massive friction, some great learning lesson or something difficult for you in the past two years? Learning lesson. Um, aside from learning taxes and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, administrative stuff. That's a lot of fun. Administrative stuff, yeah, because, I mean, honestly, that's probably one of the bigger things is the administrative stuff because I knew nothing about it. Like, when I say I didn't know anything, yeah. I, I literally knew nothing yeah. about what it took to run a business. Sure. Um, all that I knew is, like I was saying, I had the team behind me, so it was like, it, it's, it's time to go. It's time to do this. So this yeah. is what I wanted. So Take a chance. Jump on in there and make it happen, you know? Yeah. So, um, and, you know, I, I mean, learning on the job is probably the, the best thing that you can do. I yeah. feel like, you know, you, you watch, you learn, um, you soak everything in. I remember uh, being at Catawba and the football coaches being like, you know, you got to be like a sponge. You got to soak everything in. You got to be like a sponge. So it's kind of, even though I wasn't there very long. Right. Um, I still learned from that. You know? Yeah. You got to soak some learning everything lessons. in. Um, everybody's got information that can be useful everybody's yeah. got you know everybody's got some advice that can be useful for you so there's a it, soak it in and move forward there's a unique hurdle that i think you faced that i didn't get that i didn't get the pleasure of facing um so something i always find funny is when you think about businesses when i first started i never thought that there would be so many softwares involved with a, with owning oh a business gosh, yeah. but see i got the opportunity and he got the opportunity we actually you know we purchased or bought or whatever we had to do mm-hmm. and actually help build those softwares into the company mm. you purchased a company so you had to relearn a whole bunch of softwares you didn't even you yeah. didn't know <laughs> it was already there and yeah. it was basically like okay well this is how this runs this is how that runs Ugh. make sure this is here make sure this is there like that'd be sure so much harder this day it was it was actually pretty stressful like it, i had to make sure that everything was on point from the ground running forward i mean i had to hit the ground running is basically what i'm saying is yeah um i had to i had to make sure everything was on point um, I remember actually the, um, <laughs> the first payroll, I actually missed it. So I had to, pay oh God. I, had to, I, had to I had to, I had to pay everybody with, uh, just checks and then figure it out after yeah. that. So it was like that. And that right there was probably the scariest moment I've ever had. Oh, no, wow. everybody doesn't have their checks. You know, you know, that feeling like when you know you're in trouble, Oh yeah. that like feeling that goes down your spine and you yeah. get kind of like cold and then hot at the same time. Oh God. Oh gosh, oh, it no. was so bad. Because oh. I knew that that was that was on me. That is my responsibility. You better get that done. Yeah, and, you know I I get like I I just dropped the ball on it. I couldn't even tell you why. I, I guess it was just slipped your mind. Brand or new, like just right into it, and it's You're like now it's like clockwork. Like yeah. I wake yeah. up, know exactly what to do, exactly what needs to be done. And don't get me wrong, there's still things that you know slip your mind when you when you're you know doing stuff like that, but. Um, but no, that was probably the scariest moment I've ever had. That, that was about to be my next question. Yeah. I was I was wondering if there was any um, like near panic attack moment. And you just that described it. it. That was yeah. the one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, 
I got you. How about the uh, so how about the softwares? You know, did you have any trouble? You know, any specific trouble with any of your you know point of sale systems or membership retention programs or QuickBooks or anything like that? No, I didn't have any trouble with that. It was yeah. mainly just getting everything transferred over to me. Which yeah, was, what was the difficult part? Like, yeah, you're on the phone, you're having to email people, you're having to figure out all kinds of like passwords and all kinds of stuff, and so that was. That was basically the the only hurdle with that stuff. It wasn't too big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, just payroll. <laughs> yeah, it's just missing payroll. Like, yeah. Oh it. man, that's I I, I would have been sweating bullets, man. <laughs> oh, I was. It, it was awful. It was oh, bad. that that sounds. So ridiculous. for the so for the entrepreneurs out there that are potentially going to open a gym, mm -hmm. um, if you know any of the secrets, so I I, uh, I know the CrossFit has one of the lowest attrition rates nationwide. Right. Um, why do you think that is? And uh, like, is, is it something that you bring to the table personally, or? Well, um, I know that what we bring to the table is, is a lot as well, but um, CrossFit is, is just such a tight-knit community. I mean, once you get in there to a gym, if you're in the right gym, I should say, then um, it, it's almost like you're, you're molded into the family. Like, everybody knows you by name. Um, if you're at the right gym, the whole entire staff, including you know the owner and the, the management, everybody who's there, should know you by first and last name you should be able to have a regular conversation you should be able to you know ask about how their kids are doing or how school's going or you know whatever the case is mm -hmm. so that's one of the things that we pride ourselves with at 77 is i can i can actually like look at somebody who walks in the door and know their first and last name and probably know what they do outside of the gym as well so it's just cool like how how tight-knit we are even though we we do have a pretty a pretty uh decent sized membership base for a, a small business in, in Mooresville, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. I, I think that's probably what attributes to it the most is just the community, how tight knit it is. And then, you know, obviously there's a stigma behind CrossFit, which is false for the most point, you know, for the most part, you know, it's, it's everybody thinks that, you know, you get hurt doing this or that or whatever the case is. But as long as you have the right coaching, the right programming, you listen to the coaches and the programming, and you take care of yourself. It's you're not gonna. It's no different than yeah. going to Gold's Gym. I mean, I've been doing it for almost yeah. four years on and off. And uh, the last time I got hurt was mountain biking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not even in the gym, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's 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 one of those deals where it's so hard to get that through to people though because they people see the CrossFit Games and they think that's what uh, we do. You know, it's and yep. the CrossFit Games is cool. It's super cool and everything like that. It's like I a half have, percent. Yeah, it, it's it's literally a half if a that. percent. If that, right? And I mean, yeah, there's some of the movements in there that you'll see at our gym as well, but mm -hmm. the, that intensity level is not there. That fatigue level is probably not there. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're also monitoring you. It's not for sport, it's for fitness. Like we're just making sure that you're staying healthy, you're staying moving, you're active and, and safe. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's one of the things. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I can personally speak, having trained at your gym, I can personally speak to how great your staff is, um, how much they monitor people's form, um, things that things that go by at a at a, at a different facility, you mm -hmm. know, things that things that kind of slip through the cracks and that type of thing. Um, tell me what what types of uh, milestones and achievements are you are you particularly proud of in in the last two years? The last two years, well, um, first one that I'm very proud of is is making it through year one. Yeah, of, of owning a business. And the second uh, one, second one's year two, right? The second one, year two. Year two. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Guess what? My third milestone might yeah. be soon. Yeah, yeah. My third milestone is going to be year three. Gotcha. So, um, Perfect. But uh, no, the the milestone number one was obviously, like I said, first year. Yeah, um, absolutely. Learning everything. 
milestone number two is is growth. Yeah, you know, keeping the business growing. Um, you know, it's it's one of those. It, it's a cool thing to see. Like, you know, some of some of the things that, you know, when you start, kind of searching out other options and looking at different things, how some things can take off for you and stuff like that. So that's been super cool to see. Um, and then number three is the the fields. I mean, yep. shoot, we've got something behind our gym that I haven't seen anywhere yep. unless it's at some sort of like NFL training facility or like an, like an Exos or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got three, you know, three full size turf fields in the yeah. back. So it's, it's incredible to see and it's crazy to see it come to life. Like at first when we were talking about it, it was just kind of like, Oh yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. And then next thing I know there's bulldozers out back and we're tearing the ground out. So yeah. It's, like, it's almost like they, they made the moves without you. Like, I know. <laughs> it was, it was it's, wild. it's crazy that you did that back there, man. Cause like the only thing I can even think of close to that, and I'm probably going to butcher this cause I, it's either who owns the gym besides South End? The Terrell Owens or is it uh, Randy? No, Moss? it's uh, no, you're Randy Moss. Stacks. 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 Yep. Yeah. Who owns that though? It was one of the football players. I think it's Randy Moss. No, it? Randy Moss it just does like uh, group workouts there oh, or okay. something like boot camps or something like that. But there. Stacks, um, I don't want to butcher the ownership, but Stacks is probably the yeah. only thing like that. That's and like, that's 40 miles that's away. That's premium. Or whatever. Yeah. That's like the coolest thing downtown. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that you have that in Mooresville is just, it's fantastic. Yeah. 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 It's cool, man. Um, what, what was the, what was the process of that? Like, like what, why did you just wait, you know, why did you wake up one day and decide, Hey, I want some awesome turfs back here. Well, for, um, basically because I just kind of got tired of trying to deal with the grass in the back and yeah. I was tired of, so you didn't like the mow. Is down. that what it was? Uh, <laughs> no, it just, it, the, the stuff wouldn't grow. Oh really? And I just didn't like like I uh, I I'm very big on appearance. Like yeah. if you if you walk into a place and some some parts of the appearance is like down, then some people are going to be turned off by that. Right. Yeah, and great. like when Paul and Crowder had at the back, uh, the, the the grass back there was great. Like everything looked was beautiful back there. You just could get And for whatever it. reason, like when I took over, the, the grass brown, just went downhill. So yeah, you got, you got a brown thumb. It was yeah, it was twenty one. Uh, you know, that, that was it. The grass yeah. was like this guy's young. Let's just let's just yeah. Die <laughs> but uh, seriously, so like um, no. So I just was looking at it and I was like, man, what can we do back here? So. I just got to thinking and Paul and I got to talking and next thing next thing I know, turf was brought into the equation and then figuring out how we were gonna get it down and how it was gonna be, you know, paid for and how we were gonna make money off of it and stuff like that. So everything just kinda fell into place and it, it, it But it's been a great. blessing in disguise for your members and you though, right? Absolutely, yeah. We I mean, if it rains, we're still out there. We can still be out there working. Oh out. yeah, we can I do, didn't even think about it, that. It's, like, a, it's a year round um, you know basically piece of equipment that we can use we can use it year round it's not yeah. seasonal so we can be out there at all times which is in grass is seasonal so you, you also know. don't want to tear it up and yeah put mud everywhere exactly yeah i mean that, that's the thing yeah so what, when it rains it's a mud pit and now when it rains it's just a little less friction it's fine yeah, yeah. that's uh, a yeah. little sliding yeah little little no, no side uh -huh. <laughs> exactly christian and i did a uh, spartan race a couple years back and mm -hmm. it was i mean it it had rained the night before. If you want to yeah. see some funny photos? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a uh, it's it's a tragedy. I mean, we're we're covered head to toe in, in mud, and I mean, I didn't even think about the mud factor. And you should and, do the next one with us. Yeah, we should we should what all did, do one what, together. A Spartan race. Spartan race. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that off the radio. There we go. That sounds yeah. that sounds like a plan. Um, so what are your plans with the turf? I mean, are you trying to do some more athletic performance, youth training, and stuff like that? Yep, lots of athletic development, stuff like that, um, youth training, obviously. 
um, we, we can facilitate really anything we need to. Sure. Um, other than like full scale games and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're practice sized fields, so they're not like a you know a regular sized football field or anything like that. But they are very suitable for training, practice, agility work, speed work, anything that needs to be done out there. So yeah. um, then that was the goal is is not have full size fields where we're running games and stuff, but just keep it into what we know and that's training and athletic development. So yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's the goal with it. So just kind of fill them up with people who need spaces to train and, and, and stuff like that. And um, any local sports teams would be a great fit. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's that's tremendous. So, so you got your turf down, um, and you've made a couple of facility improvements yeah. as well. Um, what What's your plans for the future with CrossFit 77? Um, just keep moving forward, keep progressing. Um, obviously, you know, a, a bigger place would be great um, as we grow. You mm-hmm. know, we don't necessarily need it right at this second, but sure. you know, thinking about the future and if we keep growing like we are right now then it's going to be something that we're going to need yeah which is apparent i mean yeah yeah, as you know as obviously the more people you get the more space you're going to need and stuff like that but um and then you know i i i want more facilities i want i want more locations and stuff like that in the future so um we're going to do CrossFit 85 next time. Yes. <laughs> New interstates or something. CrossFit 85. 85. Yeah. CrossFit, yeah. CrossFit 40. You know. CrossFit That's, 485. That, yeah, that should be that should be your thing. That's, you should just... Yeah. Uh, name it after the... Yeah. You just name it after the roads from uh-huh. now on. 485, 277, yeah. CrossFit Highway 16 or we something that. like that. Like, I don't know. That's interesting. I think that would probably... That, that takes a huge uh, burden off of you and that you, ha- you get the... The name's already chosen for you or oh, something. Yeah. Yeah. That's know? actually something really cool about CrossFit that most people don't know. and Only marketing people really know about it. But like CrossFit has done something really brilliant with SEO, mm-hmm. and they you, most people always put the city after the name. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. like you pop up even if your SEO sucks, your search engine optimization sucks completely. Nobody knows where your website is. You're gonna pop up anyway because they're gonna say CrossFit in that city yeah. or CrossFit near that highway. Exactly. Yeah, it's just always gonna pop up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's kind of goofy too because uh, to add on to what Christian's saying. Um, CrossFit being the very, very protected trademark. I mean, I, uh-huh. I assume they probably have some kind of huge building filled with lawyers that protect the trademark or something like oh, that. Yeah. But, um, you know, they they take it very seriously. And, I mean, it, it's something where where we've run into where people, um, you know, they maybe they, they act like they're affiliated or something like that, and they get in big trouble. Oh, we had, to, we had to get approval to do your marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had to go right. through cross. We had to, yeah, we had to, we had they're, to talk to the. They're uh, pretty the tight on stuff. their, yeah, they're pretty tight on their stuff. <laughs> I mean, their rules are pretty basic, but they're definitely tight on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, they, they, they stick by their rules for sure. And yeah, that's, that's good. I mean, that's important. It, it's tremendous. Um, so something that I happen to know, um, elite performance. Elite uh-huh. performance is is the youth performance sector of CrossFit seventy seven. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Or is that affiliated with CrossFit seventy seven, or is this strictly youth performance? Tell us a little bit about that. So. There's kind of a, some people think it is, some people don't know, stuff like that. So basically elite performance is separate from 77. Okay. Um, it's a separate separate deal. It's all under the same roof, obviously. Yeah. Um, but Jasmine Gray um, is actually the, you know, the head guy for it. Yeah, he, no relation, right? No, rela- well, <laughs> no relation. He's your brother from I, another yeah, mother, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we're brothers. Um, yeah. But, um, but no, he, he is the head director of it. Um, he does a great job. Um, and basically what it is, is it's the athletic development side. Um, and it, you know, it's working with athletes, um, sport specific, um, just 
in general, if someone just wants to be, wants to run through, like, like there's times where I want to do, I, I want to train like I'm training for football, but I'm not going to sure. play football again. I right. just liked how it was. Like they're some of the most powerful and explosive athletes on the planet. So it's just cool to like train like that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, um, so if anybody wants to come in and train like a soccer player, yeah. fine, we can do that. That's, that's cool. You yeah. don't have to play soccer. It's just one of those things where if you want to train sports specific or, you know, whatever the case is, elite performance is your, is your way to go. Um, the programming is, you know, the, the, the best that I've ever seen when it comes to athletic development yeah. training. Ja- Jasmine is tremendous. Oh, I mean, gosh. I mean, talk about winning yeah. the employee lottery with him, by the way. And I, I mean, I'm not just saying that, like having known him personally, number one, one of the coolest dudes ever. Number two, he's like strong as an ox. Like it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It I, I walked it's in crazy. and he was deadlifted. I don't know, nine hundred thousand pounds or something. <laughs> one time, he's like super saiyan or something. No, yeah. but like the the cool thing is, is honestly, like, I I knew it kind of when I was a member, but as soon as I took over, I really started to realize how lucky I got with the staff, yeah, with the team that I've got. Um, dude, like I like there's. I have not met a single coach that is better than any of the coaches that are at the gym. Yeah. I, I just haven't. That's the, that's the way it is. Yeah. Um, and it's, that's why we're so tight knit um, is because they're the most educated that I've ever met. They're the most professional and, and, you know, ready to go and adapt to any situation. Sure. You know, it's, it's, it's great. They're, they're very, uh, um, very great coaches. Yeah, what I should say. They're they're just amazing. Yeah, so it's good. I, I, they're and they've mentored me. Like they've they've put up with my mistakes. Put up with stuff your payroll like that. mistake. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> pay, payroll mistake. Did, did, any, did any of them give you any any uh, any shy eyes or anything like that no, the next no, day? No, no, or? They they I, I think that they knew. I think Paul kind of like told him, "Hey, listen, yeah, like, ahead of time, gonna like, be gosh, some he's gonna mess coming. something up. Yeah. There's gonna be some mistakes <laughs> coming." <laughs> and they're all they're all like, uh, you know, they were all there that i mean they know that you know knew i've never they knew my background they knew my experience level they so they knew coming in like hey there's probably gonna be some mistakes made and there's still mistakes made on my end like yeah i'm still learning yeah you're not perfect i mean you're almost perfect no no no. you know (laughs) hey i appreciate there you go it is no i'm not really though um but um but yeah i'm still there's still mistakes that i make and it's not from you know being lazy or anything like that or not paying attention it's or malicious just, or anything there's like that. so many things that i'm thinking about on a on a daily basis and trying to progress and and make sure that my team is like set yeah that sometimes things slip through the crack which isn't an excuse but yeah it happens you know so that's just you know you gotta learn how to kind of roll with it and make up for it i guess absolutely so let's say that i'm a i'm a 35 year old guy um and i've been i don't know let's say working in the banking industry for yeah for 15 years or something like that but i'm passionate about fitness uh-huh. and i want to open up my own facility um you know i i, I want to build it up from the ground up i have this this concept in my mind for it um what would you tell somebody like that i mean pros cons how do you get started what would you tell them well, first, I would want them to tell me why. Sure. Why, like, why do you want to do it? Yeah. Because, um, one, it's like, if you're coming from, like, a corporate setting and stuff like that, you know, if you're working in banking, you're probably, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is is the gym business is not an overly lucrative business. Yeah. It's something you have to love. Like, yeah. you have to want to do this to the highest level. You You just have to love it. So, it's not, you know you know, you're not, you're not living some crazy lifestyle. Like it's just something that you love to do. So yep. 
Um, you have to be okay with that, one. So if you're coming from banking, like that's probably going to be a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of a hit. Who yep. knows? You don't know. But um, um, you go from nine to five to six to eight, right? Exactly. <laughs> it, it's, Hourly. It's, yeah. It, you're, you're no longer um, shutting off when you go home. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a, that's not a choice. That, that's, you, that's not something that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You go home and you're still thinking about it. You go home and you're still working on stuff. Um, yeah. A lot of people start a business thinking that they're going to get to control their own hours and they're going to have to work all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm Man. like, you start a business, you're going in. You are like, all yeah. in. And, yeah. and even like, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's no. Yeah, Something it's stupid kept like me up till 11 o'clock last night. Just yeah. exactly. thinking yeah. about it. I was yeah. like, uh, I, I took a melatonin and passed out. Like, yeah. I was done with it. Yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. It's, it's par for the course. Yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not just all like, you know, Sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. It's really not. Unless yeah. you absolutely love it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 You have to, I'm, like I said, you have to absolutely love every second of it in order to, you know, succeed with succeed it. Succeed in it. Yeah. Survive yeah. in it. So, so let's say I'm a 35 year old banker that yeah. loves fitness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's I love say, it. Let's You're going to have to repeat yeah, the question because I got, yeah. Let, no, let's say, yeah. let's say I got the love factor. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sick of working nine to five. Yeah. And for some reason, I'm insane enough to want to work 6 a.m. to, 9 p.m. every day for the rest of my life type of sure. thing. Um, I love fitness, whether it's CrossFit or, or some, you know, box facility or something like this. Some, um, you know, whatever else type of type of fitness. Right. Um, it has to be CrossFit. There's nothing better than that. Yeah, yeah. Have to yeah, be CrossFit. Yeah. I, two, two, cross, <laughs> yeah. two, two CrossFitters and Reese sit down for a podcast one day. So um, let's say we got the love factor. Um, what what advice would you give them? You know, where would you where would you tell them to start? Who would you tell them to talk to? Well, that's a tough question, Reese, because I didn't start from not, I didn't start from like not having any resources. You know what right. I'm saying? I started in a very, I would say, lucky position. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, from what I, from knowing what I know now, I would say you need to start with, you know, talking to somebody who's done it, who's walked the walk, you yeah. know, who, who knows the ins and outs of it, um, and talk to them about, you know, what kind of how they had everything set up one of the big things you need to pay attention to is the programming in your gym yeah um you know there's some great crossfit gyms out there that aren't just pretty like they're they're sure. not they're they're in a uh you know a, 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 like kind of like a rundown looking warehouse and yeah the equipment's not that great but the programming is phenomenal right that's the that's the secret sauce the programming and the coaches yeah so you know you need to find yourself some really good coaches mm-hmm. you need to you know, make sure you, you know your stuff when it comes to programming and your coaches know their stuff when it comes to programming. Um, and also, you know, you need to, you know, just kind of, I guess, make sure everything else is, is uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You basically just need to make sure all of your ducks are in a row before you get started. So yeah, um, finding a really great mentor, like I said, to start with is, yeah. is was the key for me. And like I said, I don't know you know, what, necessarily what I would say because I didn't start it from square zero. Yeah, from square zero. I, I started a, in a you business a that was up. already successful. Yeah. And I'm, you know, it was like a, you know, the once in a lifetime deal. Like I, I yeah. jumped right in and, you know, had the people around me to help me succeed. So, yeah. Um, you really didn't miss that much, man. Starting a business, like everybody says it's like, oh, it's all this stuff. Yeah. I literally started a business in like, 
four days. Now, it wasn't yeah. profitable. I wasn't making money yet. He went yeah. on rocketlawyer.com and yeah. found it. <laughs> about like two, two and a half years ago, I really did. I got my, I got my, I got everything set up through Rocket Lawyer. I, I got my, I got every, all of the, everything I needed to start business. Mm-hmm. And then I got quick, I slowly, I, like within the first month or two, I had QuickBooks. I had all the softwares I needed, the base software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then all of a sudden I had a running business. Yeah. Now there is that growth period that you struggle in when you first grow. Oh, um, yeah. That you didn't have to, you didn't have to hit that part. No. That was literally it, man. Like three weeks of like, talking to people and getting signed signed paperwork yeah. and then a little bit of growth pain. Mm-hmm. You've done everything else. So quit, quit, uh, quit saying you didn't do anything. Underselling yourself. <laughs> like you literally missed like one little piece. Well, yeah. and the, the thing that I, you know, forgot to mention is the more that I, you know, Paul and I have become pretty good friends yep. over yep. the last few years that I've been there. And some of the, I call them like war stories that he shared with me was <laughs> yeah. like, at first you don't have money to pay employees. Right. You don't have money to ma- to pay coaches. You don't have money to you know, do all the extra things. So it's like you are doing it all of yourself. So yeah. Paul would tell me about days when him and Crowder, you know, they would switch off. Paul would be there from, you know, 5 a.m. all the way until it closed, and then Crowder would do the same thing or yeah. vice versa. You know, it's one of those deals where they they uh, they laid the foundation down mm-hmm. and slowly built up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that was just kind of like a – that's why I call it like war stories is because that, I mean – you want to talk about some hard work? That's yeah, work. like that is all on your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, no they, one else. They definitely laid the foundation down yeah. for you very well. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about coaching one for just a second. Okay. Would you rather have coaches? Obviously, you get the best of both worlds because mm-hmm. your coaches at CrossFit seventy seven are phenomenal. Yeah. Would you rather have coaches that are very personable and get along with people, and obviously they they know the you know the movements and stuff like that, so they're not getting anybody hurt. Right. Would you rather have somebody like that that's okay at programming uh-huh. or somebody that's kind of strict but is a master at programming i would it's well, a tough one right well listen so you can always teach people how to program right you can teach people once you start laying out certain things i mean it it's all about just making sure everything makes sense sure okay so you can teach people how to program you can teach people how to do all that but the hard thing to do is break somebody of their personality right so it's like well I, okay so basically what i would do is the same thing that we typically do now is we we you know find we we see people who love you know fitness and love coaching and stuff like that have a passion for it um kind of see how they are around people make sure they're okay mm-hmm. and if they're good around people then that's fine. We can teach you how to program. We can yeah. teach you how to coach. The rest of it will fall into place. So sure. I would rather have somebody who is super outgoing, um, that is very lovable mm-hmm. and people trust, rather than have somebody who is very shut off, but yeah. is very, very good at programming. Yeah. Because he learned how to program, he or she, I should right. say, learned how to program as well. So that can be taught. Yeah. Personalities usually can't be taught. Yeah. And if I think you I'm are with teaching you personalities, it's like, it's usually not as sincere as it would be if it was somebody who's just naturally like that. Right. Makes sense? Yeah. Absolutely. So I would rather have somebody who is very outgoing, very, you know, lovable rather than somebody who isn't. Yeah. Like I said, we can just, we can teach you how to program. That's fine. Yeah, nobody likes to hug porcupines. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Hug, hug porcupine. That, yeah. That's got to be a hickory saying right there. That, that, that one came straight from hickory. Hug a porcupine. Yeah, yeah. Actually, gonna... that's a, that's a, that's a quote straight from, uh, straight for my wife. She was being a, she was being cranky one evening. Yeah. And she's like, give me a hug. And I'm like, I don't like to hug porcupines. Like, <laughs> I was is, kidding. Obviously we laughed. I bet that and, and then I, and totally then I, iced everything over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it did. Actually, actually, that went really well for Then I gave friends. her a really big hug. She was like, yeah. oh no. Yeah. That's, that's a good old expression in the web household 
Bryce Gray, our guest today. Bryce, let's say somebody wants to try CrossFit. How do they find you? Well, you can go on our website, www.crossfit77.com. Um, you can search our YouTube channel, CrossFit 77. You can search our Instagram, at CrossFit 77. Or Pretty our simple. Facebook, <laughs> yeah. CrossFit 77. I, 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 see, I see a theme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we see a theme here with, with yeah. all this stuff. Good um, stuff. Also, um, you can reach out to us through Elite Performance. Elite Performance is tied to our website. So the website, CrossFit 77, has all that underneath it. Um, but our social media stuff, uh, we've got an Elite Performance Facebook and an Elite Performance Instagram, so you can check those out. And then Elite Performance is also tied into our YouTube channel. So um, Multiple ways to get a hold of there's, you. There's, yeah, tons of avenues you can get a hold of it. And you could definitely get off the couch and just go drop in his box. Yeah, exactly. At, at Guess Where, right off 77. It's also called CrossFit 77 in Morseville. That's it. Yeah. Exit 35. <laughs> exit exit take a 35. Left, then you take a right. Then you a- take a and left. And then another left then right into pain. Exit, yes. exit 35 <laughs> off of what interstate again? What interstate? Oh, oh. 77. That, gotcha. is, that is correct. That Very is good. correct. Yeah. Bryce, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, we really appreciate your time. Thank you, fellas. Yep. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. And that's the wrap. Oh.